to the Overthinking Arsenal podcast. That, that was very, that was very presenter-like. The podcast where I speak about Arsenal and whatever happened during the week, whatever matches we had. I'm George, an avid gooner from South Africa. And uh, I'm a bit late. Yeah, uh, came down with a bit of flu, was a bit sick. So I'm going to try, I'm not going to focus too much on the match today because we all know how that went. Uh, We're just going to talk in general terms, uh, as we usually do. So, we played Chelsea to a 2-2 draw. Uh, Yeah, they had 19 shots versus our two. Uh, They had 8 shots on targets versus our two. Um, Their possession was 59% versus our 41. 456 passes versus our 385. 87% pass accuracy versus our 78. 11 fouls versus our 6 2 yellow cards versus our 1 and we had a red card, they had none 2 offsides, we had 1 they had 17 corners and we had 5 firstly just off of the bat you, you, it sounds pretty bleak right? Uh, 19 shots a red card but yeah, it's, it's seeming to be a, a trademark of what Ateta does it seems to be a trademark that we we kind of lose ourselves, then find ourselves in the match. So um, we played to a 2-2 draw, uh, two shots, two goals. Highly efficient. Um, and yeah, I mean, we started off the game pretty well um, before Louise got his his marching orders. So basically, Scott ran, Scott ran, and uh, because he Scott ran, Mustafi had to save him come in well try to come in and honestly should have let him score but i kind of give him credit for 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 not allowing him to go through with nothing touching him we've always spoken about our defenders as being a bit a bit soft um maybe we just need a refresher course on the dark arts but basically we gave away the penalty Jorginho scored the penalty and it was doom and glue Another big team had come, another big team was leading before halftime, and it looked pretty deep. Um, and then, upstepped Gabby, Gabby Gabriel, Gabby Gabriel Martinelli, oh my gosh, the Brazilian wonder kid, stepped up, straightforward running, um, clearance from the back, ran directly, uh, Kante lost his his footing and we were off to the races boy oh yeah and he finished it like so cool so calm you could almost see him as he got past Kante when he realized Kante had slipped like he did a pause and then carried on running and you could see that okay he's determined slotted into the corner which was amazing 1-1 lifted us and then uh Azupelka, Azupelka, Azu, however you say it, um, scored, stuck out his tongue quite a bit in the 84th minute, and uh, it felt like another familiar Arsenal storyline of oh they tried, oh my gosh they were they were so close like like you guys you were right there, right there but you just just couldn't but no what happened in the 87th minute Hector Bellerin comes in finally takes a shot finally takes a shot after cutting in 
and it goes in uh, weaker foot pretty much bottom corner which was amazing uh, in terms of the team we fielded we had Leno uh, Saka on the left who's starting to look like a bona fide left back who's starting to look like someone we can uh, lean on since it doesn't seem like any transfers are incoming but anyway uh, Louise Mustafi central pairing Bayerin on the right Shaka and Torreira double pivot in the middle Martinelli Ozil Pepe with Lacazette at the top now, like I said about Saka, it looks like he's going to be our, our, our left back for the foreseeable future. I think he's slightly better than what Kolasinac gives us. We're going to be without Louise for the next three games. So uh, I, I think that holding is going to come back. Um, you can't really criticize Louise too much. You should have let him score. But for the most part, it wasn't his fault. Uh, Mustafi picked himself up uh, as the match went on but I don't know uh, he he has these lapses I honestly again I'm going to repeat this again I think I think he does need to move on um, I think it is time to move him on I think his confidence is never going to be quite right uh, he kind of looks scared every time he steps onto the pitch and uh, short of Arteta telling him to clear the ball whenever he gets it we know that there's going to be at least one very critical mistake that's going to happen. Bellerin on the right didn't seem like he's sprucey jumpy self, but he is coming back from uh, injury. And yeah, he he played okay. Um, my captain. He he showed he showed some perseverance. He showed some guile. We know when he speaks at the end, he's a very good speaker. Uh, good old London boy. And then we had Czech and Torreira in the middle. Wonderful uh, pairing that should be our starting pairing for the foreseeable future. Um, seeing as Arteta has convinced Shaka not to leave. He dropped into center back, which was some of the most assured defending I've seen. Uh, started to raise eyebrows. I mean, I've been a proponent, proponent of having... Um, Louise pushing to central defensive mid and I didn't really have a central central defensive uh, replacement but maybe Shaka's it um, he spoke after the match about look if you need if you have the passion you can play anywhere on the pitch when the team needs you it doesn't look to be there permanently but yeah it's good to see him coming out and really giving for the team especially after what he's been through especially what we've been through with him um, it's nice to see him smiling and laughing at the end of matches and uh, Ozil look it was a tough game it was a slow game um, he kind of disappeared for much of it our forwards pretty much disappeared for much of it it seemed like we were content to defend which is understandable given the circumstances given the red card um, Nicolas Pepe played well uh, it was a it was a good showing for him too. He he has a danger to him. He has a danger to him. That that's all you can say about it. He traps the ball and defenders don't know whether to run into him, whether to leave him because he does have a wicked turn. He does have skill. Uh, he doesn't lose the ball very often from dribbling, which is which is a really good quality. Um, it's a really good quality when you can trap the ball and 
and confused defenders, which is it, it's really cool. Uh, Martinelli on the left, very determined, very pacey, everything we needed. We knew Obo was going to be out, so we needed somebody with the with that brash naiveness, just straight up. It's a brash naiveness of a 19, 18 year old um, who comes onto the pitch, steps up and does what needs to be done. Reminds me a bit of um, some of Oxlade Chamberlain. I remember him playing against AC Milan. He had a directness to his play, a youth to his play um, that is missing at Arsenal in terms of going forward. Um, Lacazette tried his best with what little he was given. Good hold-up play, harass some of the defenders. But of course, you know, a red card early means that you guys really do have to go into um, sort of a defensive mode. Uh, I'm glad that towards the end of the match, we weren't sitting back. So, for example, for Hector Bellerin's goal, he wasn't sitting back. Everybody pushed all the way up. Hector was, um, I think he was in line with Pepe if I'm not mistaken which means that we're showing attacking intent that they weren't going to sit down which is a great uh, a great feat of Arteta's um, in, in our current team and how we, we were doing pre him um, yeah I think I think the biggest the biggest thing that Arteta's given us is just that uh, we don't we don't let our heads go down we stay in matches we stay pushing forward um, we kind of have some sort of belief. Sometimes he has to go in at halftime and kind of coax it out of them. But for the most part, the boys are up for it. Um, we've shown some some fight. We've shown some character. We still don't have the points, which is a stigling point that I have, which is something that worries me somewhat. Uh, seeing how the season is going. But if you had told me a couple of months ago that we could lose Aubameyang in a match well we could lose Aubameyang to a red card lose him for a couple of matches and in that run also lose Louise um, a defender not have anybody ready um, really uh, people like Chambers out injured Tierney out injured um, telling me that for example Tierney is not going to be there Kalazinac is not going to be there and we would still not not really drop points. I, I would have straight up laughed at your face. We were losing points at full strength. But now, even at our depleted um, state, in our depleted state, we are not losing matches, which is really good. Um, these little points that we're picking up are much better than not picking up any points at all. Um, at the end of the day, we do need to start knuckling down. Uh, at the end of the day, we are sitting 10th. We still on minus negative two goal difference. Um, we're on the same amount of points as Southampton, Sheffield, Wolves, top. Oh, we've played as many matches. Sorry, I read that wrong. We have the same amount of points of, as Palace, Everton, Burnley and Newcastle. We are one point off of Southampton, three points off of Sheffield United, four points off of uh, Wolves, Tottenham. Man United and many 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 points off of Liverpool um, who if this was a race we're not seeing them right now if this was a race on a track they would have lapped us a few times and uh, we do need to improve our record is still 6-12 and 6 so tells you everything we need to know about how this season panned out I still don't think we should write this season off I do think we should do as much as we can to get as far as we can. 
um, in as much as this are this is an experimental time for Arteta, it should also be a time where we are really going to see how far we can play. We can see how far we can push the players. We can see sort of we can we can sort of get an idea of where our players are in terms of uh, ability and what they can give to Arteta going forward. That being said, it is January. That being said, we are two left backs down. That being said, our central defensive cover doesn't look very good. That being said, when Torreira Shaka comes off, we don't have too many options. That being said, we are stretching our teenage core. That being said, there are a very there are very many worrying factors right now in the Arsenal team. That was already thin to begin with. That was already underconfident. Uh, is it underconfident? Yeah, that was already low in confidence, let's say. And we were looking towards the board. Um, obviously, we're going through a tough time. So we're looking towards the board to maybe bringing some, um, some replacements to bring in some fresh legs. Uh, longer term fresh legs. And it's been worrying. Uh, I don't know how many days exactly we're into the this January transfer window, but we're very deep in. Um, there's been some talks about uh, players such as Jerome Boateng. No, which I, I vehemently do not want to see. Um, a 31-year-old that's not playing at his current club and we're going to loan him out um, to try and see what we can do. Uh, there's been a better sort of announcement than Jerome uh, Boateng about a one such Pablo Marie who flew in with Edu and apparently we're haggling over prices as we do at Arsenal. Uh, haggling over prices and he seems to be flying back. Apparently he flew in on his own accord without getting uh, permission from Flamengo to do that which is which is commendable which is a player that wants to play for us but it seems that we cannot come to an agreement it seems that we don't have money as usual um, as we're told every transfer window which was worrying Arteta's hiring uh, was worrying in terms of quality and price but he's he's turned out all right now what's worrying us is transfers because we thought it would be different under Wenger. Well, after Wenger has left, um, word on the street is that Ceballos wants to go back to Real Madrid, which is fine. It was a loan. Uh, it doesn't look like he's going to be cracking it with Arteta or Arteta doesn't seem to be that enthused by the player. So uh, we may see him going back, which is fine. You're on a loan in any case. Uh, if you can't break into the team, if you're seeing that it's going to be a bit too hard, if you thought that coming to Arsenal was going to be something where you play as hard as you can, uh, you get a free ride into the team and then go back, you, you, you hopefully impress your mother club and go back, it's fine. Uh, I'm okay with him leaving. I, I don't think too many people are going to shed too many tears. It does mean we lose another midfielder, but I mean, he hasn't been playing up to this point, so... Uh, it doesn't really make much difference. There's been chatter about Barcelona maybe coming in and trying to get uh, Aubameyang to join them. 
Okay, this is how I feel about it. Um, if I had some more confidence within our board, if I had some more confidence within our execs, I'd be fine with Aubameyang leaving. I'd be fine. I, I, I'd trust them to get the proper deal, which is over 80 million. Just just by the way, if Harry Maguire is 80 million, then the, the current um, Golden Boot holder or three-way Golden Boot holder should go for more than 80 million in the form that he's in with the goals that he has but there's been a worrying trend so if if we are to believe these rumors barcelona hasn't been the only team that has come in and and been audacious enough to think that they can get obamian on loan which is something that i don't know if they see weakness and think they can get the deal done i don't know if just it's 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 big team cojones um, really showing but for me it's worrying that they think they can do that it's worrying that uh, the media can run with that so easily without uh, really refuting it as such and like I said I would be fine with Aubameyang leaving if I trusted that the 80 million the 80 odd million that we're getting is going to spin into one or two or three really good signings um, but I don't really trust them that much because again look at what our rumors are and I just want to preface this by saying that I'm going to base my opinions off of the rumors that I've seen a lot um, we'll see at the end of the transfer window what has transpired what hasn't transpired we'll see more importantly what happens in the summer transfer window but from previous history transfer wise I don't trust them so we've seen that there's been a couple of poor names that have been bandied about. We've seen some sort of fantasy booking that has happened with Lamar. Uh, I don't really believe we'll get him because I don't think they're going to spend the money. I, tru I truly do believe we do have the money, but we have a trigger problem. And uh, they've the, the concerning trend is that they whiff on a lot of players and then um, panic by somebody else. So, for example, we could have got it Zaha, I believe, but then they panic by it into Pepe, who didn't really fit into the, the style of play that uh, good old Emery wanted to play. So, um, I think that's my problem with expecting too much from the Arsenal board. I don't think uh, they... Their track record says otherwise, so I'm not going to trust that they're going to do well. Which is why I'd hold on to Aubameyang and I'd hold on to our bigger players. Um, if it does mean getting rid of Ozil, getting rid of all those guys, as long as there's proper replacements. Uh, you don't want a situation where you're not replacing well. You don't want a situation where uh, we are Andre Santosing again, or we are Kamal Kalstroming again. So, yeah, we'll see how it plays out, but it, look same old same old as far as past, as far as i've seen arteta doesn't look amused by all of this but uh, what can we say man he's he's a new coach he's he may not have the cachet to pull the strings right now they may be waiting to see how it plays out he showed some positive signs but uh, again i think raul controls the checkbook i think uh he's gonna try use his contact book his little black book of contacts to try and get us not so much a good deal 
but a cheap deal just to keep Arsenal fans happy and to keep it ticking over but we'll see how it plays out uh, this is to script as far as I see and we'll see how the season plays out we still need to get the points we still need to start racking up wins we need the W's we're not getting them right now and that's that's concerning but you do see a change in the team you do see some some improvement we'll look forward to next season to see how it plays out don't write this season off try to win as much as we can try to win the Europa League or fuck that leave the try win the Europa League and we see where we go lastly R.I.P. Kobe yeah man life life is fragile Um, life is fragile sad that it had to be him condolences to him to 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 his family rest in peace to his daughter rest in peace to the other people in the helicopter um i've got to miss you he was a legend our next match is bournemouth in the fa cup promise to have a podcast out earlier remember to follow me on twitter ted president t-e-double-d president and yeah go gunas go come on you gunas